In this devotional, I'm going to share with you three thoughts from Jeremiah 51, verses 15 through 19, where I'll ask the question, why is the Lord stronger than Babylon? Jeremiah 51, verses 15 through 19 says, It is he who made the earth by his power, who established the world by his wisdom, and by his understanding stretched out the heavens. When he utters his voice, there is a tumult of waters in the heavens, and he makes the mist rise from the ends of the earth. He makes lightning for the rain. He brings forth the wind from its storehouses. Every man is stupid and without knowledge. Every goldsmith is put to shame by his idols. For his images are false, and there is no breath in them. They are worthless, a work of delusion. At the time of their punishment, they shall perish. Not like these is he who is the portion of Jacob. For he is the one who formed all things, and Israel is the tribe of his inheritance. The Lord of hosts is his name. Jeremiah spends the majority of his book condemning Judah. Condemning Judah because they have not followed God's good law. And because they have not followed God's good law, God is bringing the Babylonians to attack them. They're going to crush Judah. They're going to crush Jerusalem. They're going to destroy the temple. And for the bulk of the book, Jeremiah is talking to the people of Judah, letting them know this is going to happen. But at the same time, there are also pronouncements of judgment on all of the different nations that are prone to laugh at the destruction of Judah. And the nation most apt to laugh is Babylon. Well, here are three thoughts from Jeremiah 51, verses 15 through 19, explaining why the Lord is stronger than Babylon. Thought number one, creation. The Lord has created all the earth. And if you've been watching a lot of these devotionals that I put out, this is an idea that comes back again and again and again, that the Lord has created the earth. Because he has created the earth, he can do with it as he likes. He can raise Judah up for a time and then crush them with the Babylonian Empire. He can raise the Babylonian Empire up and then crush them with the Medo-Persian Empire. And that's essentially what this section is talking about, how Babylon, although the Lord uses them to punish Judah, he is going to punish them for how vicious they are against his covenant people. So the Lord is able to do this because they are all a part of his creation, and he is actively working out his purposes in the world in accordance to his own will, not in accordance with our own. The Lord is stronger than Babylon because he has made them. He has created all things, even the nations that come to power here on earth. Thought number two, providence. The Lord uses providence to bring about his purposes in the world. And this is one of those things that we sort of like to talk about as Christians. We like to think that God is utilizing the world and impersonal means to bring about his purposes in the world. Oftentimes, we don't like to include ourselves as part of his providential working out of his will, but that's exactly what we are doing as a part of his creation. And what we need to understand is that just as the Lord brings the lightning and the rain, so too does he bring the Babylonian nation to bring about his purposes in the world, be they for judgment against Judah or to bring shame to the people of God for not having followed his law. God uses providence to work out his purposes in the world, 
And we should not be surprised by that when it happens. When he makes the promise to the Babylonian nation that they are going to be brought low and they will be completely desolate. You read through chapter 51, you see that there is not a lot of hope for Babylon, that they are going to be utterly brought low to a degree that even Judah wasn't destroyed. But God does all this providentially. He does so utilizing ordinary, everyday, seemingly natural means, but he's able to do that because he has created all things. Thought number three, life. There's a stark contrast between the gods that the Babylonians worship and the God that is the God of Judah. And that is life. The God of the Bible is alive. He is not some man-made thing. He's not some created idol that is to be worshipped. He's not that at all. Where the gods that we create, the gods that we sort of form with our own creativity, they are lifeless. But the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the portion of Jacob, he is alive. And this is one of his paramount characteristics, that he is the living God. He is the God who is alive in contrast to all of those gods that we sort of pretend like are alive, but in actuality are simply dead matter. And because God is alive, he is stronger and more powerful than even the mightiest nation of the world at this time. He is more powerful than Babylon. These three thoughts come from the assigned reading of Jeremiah chapters 47 through 52. If you'd like to read through the Bible with me, you can do so by subscribing to this channel, by clicking on the link in the description, or by joining the Facebook group Through the Bible, where we are reading the text of Scripture together.